Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today and on this beautiful Friday morning. I uh, couldn't ask for a prettier day today. And uh, I know yesterday it was kind of hit and miss. Kept looking, at least in where I live at, it kept looking like it was going to come a downpour and cloud it up. And the sun would come out and it cloud up. And uh, um, eventually the sun come out. And me and my wife sat out on our patio uh, yesterday evening. It was actually pretty cool. And Felt good out there yesterday, so hopefully um, uh, if you don't have to work, you can get out and enjoy today a little bit. If you do, I think it's supposed to be a pretty weekend, so maybe you get to enjoy it one way or the other uh, anyway. But uh, I do hope I do wish everybody a very happy Friday and uh, wish you all well. I, uh, you know, our our world is uh, is spinning out of control without a doubt, and uh, it amazes me. Uh, the lunacy of the liberal left and uh, this uh, mayor in, in Seattle trying to call these uh, uh, domestic terrorist patriots. You know, they're firebombing uh, stores and ran the police out. And here are the very people who were screaming uh, how it was horrible that uh, President Trump wanted to build a wall uh, to keep out the illegal immigrants are the very ones who are building walls out of every, any kind of fencing they can find in their little uh, utopian uh, area <laughs> they're putting out there. Just, you know, I, I don't know about you all. I just feel like I have literally woke up in an alternate universe. You know, I've told you about the show Sliders I like to watch um, from the early, from mid-90s that, uh, you know, they would, they would uh, had this device that would open up a wormhole and you could slide to different worlds. It's like the same time period, the same place, but it'd be, you know, say the Nazis had took over or the, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, California was ne never really seceded that, uh, uh, or being part of America, I got here in a second, and it was all, it was really a part of Mexico. You know, just different. And it, it, you look at this stuff, and it looks like we're, we're in uh, uh, some kind of weird alternate universe. It's, it's insanity. And, uh, you know, something that's really, <clears throat> man, I tell you what, I have to really bite my tongue on social media. You know, I've really tried to make a real point uh, to use social media as, to be positive. I'm trying to use social media as a way to minister, but I tell you what, guys and gals, I'm really struggling to hold my tongue. Uh, I had this, I saw an individual yesterday put on there. If you have a Confederate flag as your uh, profile picture, I will not add you as a friend. And and then the 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 it well the ignorant come out of the woodwork and. Um, uh, and throw out erroneous things, uh, trying to say that uh, uh, yes, to see uh, uh, you know these these statues from the Civil War, or the Confederate flag is the same thing as wearing a Nazi symbol. I'm like, are you kidding me? You're going to compare uh, a Nazi Germany who killed six million people trying to eradicate a race to the Civil War? I mean, come on. What are these people? They are in, just, oh, man, just makes me so angry beyond words. I just, I don't get it. I really don't get it. You know, remember, it was the industrial north trying to take over the agrarian south. That's what the Civil War started about. It was the, the slavery aspect of it didn't enter until later in the war. Both sides owned slaves, all right? Understand that. But it is, um, but that entered in later into the war, and, uh, and people, uh, it just shows a lack of understanding. It shows a lack of history. You know, for example, the Confederate um, flag 
let me get up here, is actually uh, based on the St. Andrew's Cross. The St. Andrew's Cross uh, was under after the martyr St. Andrew, who did not want to be crucified as Christ and uh, wanted to be uh, be crucified in this way, uh, in this cross-shaped fashion, is how he wanted to be uh, crucified. Now, here's something very interesting, too, in regards to the Confederate flag. That uh, here it says it was the battle flag of the Army of Tennessee, which is commonly mistaken for the Confederate flag, is also known as the Rebel flag, Dixie flag, and Southern Cross. This is, and over here to the right, you see this is the Confederate flag. It was the first Confederate national flag of the, of the Confederate States of America. So there is a distinctive difference. In fact, uh, many of the Civil War armies had different types of flags for different things. Now, uh, I will say this, we see many of us, like me, see it as part of my southern heritage, uh, but it is also a symbol of hate. There are those out there who, white supremacists, have used it as a symbol of hate. It was used during the time of segregation. I understand that aspect of it, but great many things have been used for evil. Even the Bible uh, people have used for evil purposes and, and have, have misinterpreted it and twisted it around for evil. There are a lot of things in our society that man has twisted for evil. And, uh, you know, so uh, just because of, uh, a few idiots uh, used it for wrong doesn't mean that you, you have the right to take away something that, to me, is part of my southern heritage. Now, of course, we, you know, we want to be uh, sensitive to those out there to a certain extent. I understand that. But I can understand the sensitivity to those who lived during the time of segregation, who lived in the 60s, who lived in the 50s, who lived, you know, these individuals who witnessed and saw some atrocities, that I can understand. But people today, come on, man, we're, this is part of history, this is part of uh, our culture and heritage and uh it is you know this has you know people today uh, see very little discrimination and uh it is it is it exists it is out there discrimination is out there don't get me wrong but uh the fact that uh, how they're uh, trying to portray this uh, lady antebellum wanted to change their name uh on uh, uh on the country music scene because they you know it's just i'm tired of this kowtowing and bowing down to the liberal loonies liberal left i'm not going to do it and I'm going to order a flagpole. I am going to fly the American flag. I am going to fly the Christian flag. And I will fly the Confederate flag or the Tennessee flag, however you want to call it. And uh, you can like it, love it, or lump it. But I'm tired of my heritage being attacked. I'm tired of history, uh, the ignorance to history uh, being perpetrated out there. And it's just, uh, I'm telling you, I'm really having a tough time holding my tongue. So, that is my little rant for the day in regards to some things that are going on. I um, good morning, Don and Lee. Uh, I am you know trying hard to hold my tongue and not put anything out there negative, but I don't want to use this forum just for a minute to to bring about some education in regards to our, uh, the Confederacy. Robert E. Lee was a great, good Christian man. Love the Lord and. Um, and to see these attacks on our, to me, is an affront to uh, my Southern uh, uh, sensibilities. And it's uh, very frustrating. And so, I just, uh, David Feather says, I fly my flag every day on my shop. Good for you, David. Proud of you, brother. And uh, I wanna, I'm going to order, hopefully after I, 
I bounce the checkbook, which my wife, uh, she runs from me because I get very upset <laughs> once I bounce the checkbook. See where we're at. I plan on ordering me a uh, pole and flag, and I want to put that in concrete and set that up. So with a, with, a, with that in mind, talking of flags, let us stay, if you are able and can, let us stand with hand over heart, and let us start out this morning with a pledge of allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I uh, tell you what, we live in a great United States and we have the freedom to agree or to disagree. We have the freedom to fly whether it's the Confederate flag, Tennessee flag, the Christian flag, the American flag. Uh, you can fly any flag you want to from any native country you're from. But here's the thing, my friends. It is, uh, we're, we're, we're giving, too many people are giving in to this cultural Marxism. Or people are caving in to this cancel culture that we're seeing. Removing the show cops. I mean, come on. That is pure insanity. Uh, you know, if you keep giving in to this, this Marxism that we're seeing, you, you're going to be swallowed up by socialism and communism. You better take a stand. You better quit caving in. And if they get your little snowflake feelings hurt, then so be it. I don't know about you, but I've had a belly full. And I'm, I'm, I'll tell you what, I, I, you know, we need to be slow to speak, slow to wrath, quick to listen. You know, that's what God's Word says. We need to control our tempers. Uh, but at the same time, a man who doesn't take care of his family is no better than an infidel. And I will stand uh, in defiance to anyone who tries to hurt my family, who tries to take away my freedom, who tries to tear down this great United States. You, I catch you burning a flag. I catch you uh, trying to uh, hurt someone who is weaker than you. I don't care if it's the cost of my own life. I'm coming after you. And I don't give a rat's backside uh, if your little feelings get hurt or who likes it or what some liberal uh, wants to get up there and complain about. It's time we take back this great United States from these, these lunatics who are trying to run the asylum. We need to get back to fundamentals. We need to get back to, to Christian, Judeo-Christian values. And we need to get back to what this country was founded on. We got to stand true. We got to stand strong. We got to be the men and the women that we were raised to be. And we got to quit putting up with this bunch of bull that we're seeing on social media or the news media or whatever they're doing out there. It's time we stand up and do something, my friends. Dakota Hahn said, agreed. Thanks for being not being afraid, for being bold and getting called. Things are kind of, thank you, Dakota. I appreciate that. I take his very, I have great pride in our country. And I, every time I see someone take a knee, it sickens me. I, I tell you, I just, it did absolutely. Uh, I would like to take a, a boot to the to their face. I mean, I know it's not a Christian attitude to have, and it is, you know. But at the same time, God has, has given us this great country. And if you uh, give away your liberties, if you don't stand for what is right, you're going to lose it. This freedom we have is precious, and there are people within and without who wish to see it destroyed. And like I said, when I joined the Air Force, I took an oath to uh, to fight any enemy, uh, domestic. Uh, or, or abroad, and uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, my career in the military didn't didn't develop to much of anything because of injuries. But I still took that oath, and I meant what I said. And as friends and family, I'm telling you right now, it is. Uh, I've had a bellyful, and I'm sure I know a great many of you have too. Well, with that said, I'm sorry it didn't mean it takes so long into 
this uh, intro this morning, but I'm I'm a little aggravated. I'm a little frustrated and upset uh, with what's going on right now, as many of you are. But uh, it may, you know, I'm just I'm just telling you, you know, I uh, I don't want to hurt nobody, but I won't be hurt, and I won't see my family hurt, and I'll be I won't see no veteran disrespected, and I won't see the great um, United States flag disrespected either. So I'm just saying, take that for what you will. And share that with who you think it might offend, because that would tickle me to death. All right, so let's go ahead and look at our Bibles this morning. We're going to look at John 14, 19. Let me bring this up. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But ye see me. Emphasis here, because I live ye shall live also. So emphasis, that's why it's marked in, for those on social media can see this, it's marked in, underlined in red, emphasis on that latter part of the verse. So as we read this here, because I live, ye shall also live. You know, we are um, trying to, um, uh, what was I want to say? Uh, Dakota, thanks for sharing that. And those who are uh, watching, you can read uh, what he shared there. I think he's got some good words there. Uh, you know, uh, in my studies and reading, of course, we know uh, Dinesh D'Souza. Uh, it's sad to see that he, um, unfortunately, he died of cancer. And uh, uh, the man really loved the Lord. But he was talking about a story. Uh, he said that um, when he was in India, uh, he saw, uh, a, a, you know, there's these uh, uh, suris that are called. Uh, a lot of them are mainly used for weddings. Let me, I'll show you. For those who don't know, let me show you what that looks like. It's traditionally for the wedding. You see here, very ornate uh, uh, design, uh, gold and silver threading. Uh, you can uh, there's another another picture there. You kind of see, get an idea of what he's talking about in this this, this Surrey. And uh, you know he, he expected to see um, some you know elaborate uh, system and creating uh, these ornate uh, uh, wedding series. Well, he, when he went to go see the, the making of these, it was a father and a son. The father sat above the son. He, there was many spools of thread. The father held those, those uh, threads in his hand. The son's only duty when the father nodded was to move the shuttle back and forth. And it would take, I mean, thousands of hours to, to create uh, this ornate design by hand that, uh, that I just showed you. And over the course of time, a design would emerge that the father could see in his mind that he wanted to uh, create. Well, you know, it, it shows when you see that there, you know, uh, that that beautiful intricacy that we're looking at. You know, it begs to look at Psalm 139, 14, and that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. God has a great design for us. And when you look at that verse, you know, you can look at the intricacies of our own bodies and how God designed us, that even our bone structure, how it's hard on the outside, but the inside is made up a network of blood vessels and, and, uh, and, and the way that's shaped to, uh, uh, so that it would help prevent breakage. Uh, you look at, uh, look at even an infant when they're born, there's a hole in their heart at the, at the right moment of time of birth, that hole closes up. We see a network of cells that are like little factories within our 
bodies. We we say we have our uh, our, our um, DNA and how it's uh, the the intricacies of how it makes up our framework and who we are, and uh, the the that helix, uh, if you will. And uh, you look at the brain, the human brain, and how unique that it is. That even though a computer can uh, to uh, can compute faster, it still pales a comparison into the intricacies of how our brains work and function. Uh, you know, just uh, the, the fact that we can run, walk, and talk while thinking about other things. Uh, you know, we see all these different designs. We see all these different ways how God has made us in a unique and wonderful way. And just as this father and son worked together, obviously the son had an easier job. He just had to move a shuttle back and forth every time the father nodded. But the father had in his mind a unique way how he wanted that design to come about. And guess what? God the Father has a unique way in how that each every one of us are designed and are created and has a, a has created you for a specific purpose. Just as that beautiful design emerged after hundreds and thousands of hours of work, uh, you see this beautiful design. God has a beautiful design for you and your life. And you may not realize at this time. You may not understand it at this time of why you're putting through different trials and tribulations. Going back to Dinesh D'Souza, he um, was in a search for answers. Uh, he felt lost and uh, attempted suicide. And when he was laying there in that bed, this verse come, he found, come across this verse of John uh, 14, 19, Because I live, ye shall live also. That verse ministered to him in such a profound way that it turned his life over to Jesus Christ. And many years later, he said he went back to India uh, to look at um, his grandmother's grave and said that they were uh, trying to swap away the, the uh, apparently it was very, very overgrown, and the, uh, the custodian there wiped down the, the muddy part of the uh, tomb. And on that tomb was written, I mean, on that headstone, rather, uh, was written on uh, John 14, 19, where, and it said, Because I live, ye shall live also. So his wife grabbed his, his hand and said, Look at that. Because that verse had come to him and is what turned his life around, never realizing, never knowing that that was written on his own grandmother's headstone. I thought that was very interesting. But because Christ lives, we live. Because of his great sacrifice, he gives us life. He instills in us life. And we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We are created with a purpose, a great and wonderful purpose. Sometimes it's easy to lose our way. Just as Dinesh D'Souza attempted suicide, I one time attempted suicide myself. So that's something I like to talk about. I'm uh, <clears throat> a little embarrassed by it and uh, wish that I'd, I never decided to go down that road. And at the time, my health was at a at a point where um, I had very little quality of life. My wife was having to cut my food for me. Uh, I was shaking uncontrollably. Uh, it was I couldn't go out in public. It was embarrassing. And um, I put a noose around my neck and was going to step off uh, and uh, uh, tied around the rafters. I was going to step off the bucket and, and hang myself and because uh, I just felt like it was no no point in going on. But when I closed my eyes, I, uh, the images and the faces of my children, uh, kept coming to my mind and, uh, and my wife, uh, I don't want to leave her out. And, uh, I wanted to step off so bad, but their faces. And I just thought, I, I can't do this to them. And I had to be put in a pavilion for a little while, but that was a major turning point in my own life because then I realized that, uh, there had to be something more. What I was doing, the self-serving, the pride, the arrogance, 
the, the running from God wasn't working anymore. And just as we read in this verse, because I live, you shall live also. Jesus come to give us life. He come to give us life eternal. Because without God, why live? Why bother? Why go on? If this is all there is, what is the point? Why do we even try to, to wake up the next day? Why even pursue life? Why even to per persevere? But with Jesus Christ, we have life eternal. We have a purpose. We have a reason for living. We have a reason to get up each day, and we have a reason to fight. Because God gives us the ability to endure, to persevere, to keep pushing forward, because we know where our reward lies. We know that we're only going through this world temporarily, and we're looking forward to the world to come. We don't need to get so caught up in the world to come. We need to look forward to that. We need to get excited about that. But don't neglect uh, the fact that we need to engage with those in the world. We need to talk to other people about Jesus Christ so that they understand that because he lives, we live also. He come to save us from a very real and eternal hell. Jesus Christ gave his life for you. That's why it's called substitutionary atonement. I deserve to be nailed to that cross. I'm the one who deserved to be beaten by the, the cat of nine tails. I'm the one who deserved all the torment that Jesus Christ went through. He was perfect from the time of birth. He was the, the virgin birth, the cornerstone of our faith. He was perfect. He was fully God and fully man, tempted in every, beyond anything we could ever deal with, temptation. He was tempted in every way possible. The innocence, beyond even an infant child, the innocence that he had, and he, he took my place on that cross, and he took the place on the cross for you, and he did it because of his love for us, because he wanted to give us eternal life. He wanted to give us hope. He wanted to give us his grace and his mercy and that free gift of salvation. And when he ascended, he sent the Holy Spirit, the paracletos, the helper, to help us with our faith, to help us to persevere, to help us to have that strength to continue on. My friends, just as that, that uh, man in India was, uh, was designing that uh, Surrey uh, for that wedding, and it took many, many hours to, for, that, for the design he had in mind to form, it may take many, many years for the design God has for your life to start to take shape. And when you look back, you think, wow, you know, look what I've been through. Look what I overcome. Look where God has brought me. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are unique. And don't forget that. Never, never forget the uniqueness in which God has created you. I'm glad. I, you know what? I'd hate to think that we're, we're all a bunch of clones and looked and acted in, in, in the same exact manner. That would be boring, you know? Uh, here I am with a cowboy hat on, and I'm hairy and fat, And uh, but you know what? There ain't nobody else out there like me. Thank goodness. Now, my wife, she's probably thinking, oh, why? You know, but, you know, hey, God made me in a unique fashion, and praise God for it. That's why I told my daughter, man, my son, be unique. Be your own person. Who gives a, uh, you know, who cares what everybody else is doing? Who cares what's in fashion? If you like it, if that's how you want to dress, that's how you want to look, go for it. Own it. Have confidence. My little girl, I'll say, you look beautiful today. And she's like, no, no. I'm like, hey, stop that. You know, that's fine to have humility. That's what we need to be humble. But own it, man. Own it. Have that confidence. You are a beautiful, smart, intelligent young lady. You own that, man. Don't you let anybody tell you otherwise. You know, don't you ever let any man or, or friend tell you you can't be anything. You could be president. You could be an astronaut. You could be sky's the limit. You could be anything as long as you keep Jesus Christ first. 
And if you're doing God's will, if you're seeking the Lord out, and if that is his plan for your life, then you, I don't care if you're a custodian at a school. I don't care if you're president of the United States. I am proud of you if you're doing what God wants you to do. My friends, are you doing what God wants you to do? Do you understand your uniqueness? Do you understand that you're fearfully and wonderfully made and that you're, you're understanding God's design for your life? If you don't, then seek that out. Seek that time in prayer. Seek that time in Bible study and draw closer to God. You draw close to him, he will draw close to you. Let us praise God for that uniqueness and that, uh, that creation that he has, has made within us. If you don't know Jesus Christ, Lord, Savior, you don't have a clue what I'm talking about. But if you do commit yourself to Christ, you will. And you will understand the, the wondrous works that he can and the change that he can make within you. Let us have a word of prayer. And Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful and beautiful day that you've blessed us with. Lord, help us to understand uh, our uniqueness. Lord, uh, just as you, uh, this is this man we was talking about making this design. Lord, you have a great design and a plan for our lives. Sometimes we have to go through trials. Sometimes we have to go through tribulation. You know, just as uh, as metal is melted and, and the dross has to be cleaned off the top, sometimes you have to put us through the fire to get us to where you want us to be. Lord, let us understand that and praise you in it, whether through trials, tribulations, good times. Let us always praise you and understand that you have our best interest at heart. Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide and watch over, protect us. Be with this nation. I pray for peace upon this land. I pray that the, each and every person in this nation will turn their hearts and minds to you that, you, that they'll give their lives to you because you are the giver of life. And Lord, I pray, I just want to lift up Dr. Ferguson and his family as they're dealing with uh, the loss of his aunt. I pray that peace upon them. I pray that you'll be with Wendy Lee and I uh, pray that you'll be with Ginger Hood and Kim Penix. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you'll be with Ron and Thelma Thompson. Uh, Lord, I pray that um, you'll be with David Feathers and Linda Feathers. And I pray that you'll be with Murph, Mr. Roger Winters, Lord. you bring healing upon him. Uh, Lord, there was uh, several other prayer concerns I told I, I was going to pray about, but Lord, you know the thoughts, you know the hearts, you know uh, what uh, these individuals' uh, needs are, and your will be done in those situations. So Lord, pre please be with our police officers. Please give them peace. Uh, Lord, give them strength. Give them protection about them and their family. Be with our president, Lord. Give him the proper wisdom, knowledge, discernment he needs, running of our country, protection about him and his family. Lord, be with us. God has protected us this day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Appreciate all you guys and gals for uh, watching this uh, morning and appreciate Dakota and David and all you others out there watching, Donna and uh, uh, Don and uh, Lee and so many others, but uh, appreciate uh, uh, the Bible verse that Dakota uh, shared with us this morning. But uh, if you'd like to share these devotions, you can always uh, find me here at uh, Dr. Young 77 here on Facebook. If your friends or family don't do uh, social media, they can find me on YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young. They can watch all the devotions there. And or always remember, you can find uh, audio only, no video, the Dr. Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only, but you can listen to all the sermons, all the daily devotions, the podcasts there, free of charge as you're going out and about your day. Don't forget, Fountain Life Bible Church, indoor service, uh, technically no restrictions. We encourage face masks and social distancing. 
not mandatory, but just uh, but we'll have one service, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Sunday morning. You can still uh, listen and watch on uh, flbconline.com if you'd like to uh, tune in on our website. And I will continue our study in Hebrews this, this Sunday evening at 6 o'clock, so be sure to tune in to that and uh, join us. I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. Thank you.